to go this is a podcast about unusual deaths near misses and bizarre stories i'm one of your hosts eleanor gamer and i'm here just to very quickly introduce a special that we thought we'd release um today it is the 24th of december however we recorded this four months ago and it is not festive in the slightest but we hope you enjoy it anyway it is the three of us recounting our own tales of near misses if this inspires you to share your own stories of near misses or the like then please do let us know we'd love to hear them you can email us at whataway_pod at gmail.com or if you want to just condense it down then you can tweet us and we are on twitter at whataway_pod. we will be back in the new year with some more stories so all that's left to say is have a very merry christmas have a happy new year uh we'll see you in 2019 enjoy bye <laughs> So we asked you a couple of episodes ago whether you wanted to hear our own near miss stories. Popular demand. There was a resounding yes, motherfuckers, yes. Um, or so there wasn't, but those of you that said no stayed quiet. So <laughs> yeah, well, well here it fine. is. So Fuck this is you. your this is your fault. If you stayed quiet, this is your fault. Just don't listen. Just skip this. Word of warning: they're probably going to be quite short. Obviously, they're not as dramatic as a lot of the stories that we talk about. So hey, you weren't there. You weren't there. <laughs> you don't know I wasn't man. There. You, you don't know there. man. Um, so it'll just be a little quick and dirty episode. We. Oui. So yeah, we thought you might enjoy it. Uh, Daily, why don't you hit us with your near miss story? I'm going to tell you the closest I ever came to dying. Logit. Um, I was on my gap yeah. Gap yeah. Uh, so I was, um, uh, what, 19, 18, 18 19? Yeah. What year? <laughs> it, was, it was 18, 19. No, I was 19 and I went to Australia uh, with my best pal for three months, just on a gap year, just fighting around, nothing to write home about. I didn't do any of this, like, elaborate travelling. We literally just went to Australia and got pissed for three months and it was fucking great, to be honest. Fine. I really had a great time. Yeah. Fine. During which time we went out to the Whitsunday Islands, which Lovely. is like off the main coast of it's so you're on the uh, east coast of Australia, off the Sunshine Coast. And the Whitsundays are a very, very popular tourist destination. They're about like a two, three hour sail out off of Christ knows where, I can't remember, some tiny little like bay resort. Anyway, the night before we all go, bearing in mind this is like the proper well-trodden backpacker path so the night before you're in like your hostel with loads of people getting really pissed drinking really cheap vodka fighting around whatever the night before you go to sail then we set sail the next day and the next day was very choppy put it this way so I was going out to Whitehaven beach which is literally one of I think it's like a UNESCO site it's one of the most beautiful beaches in the entire world so we're like sweet but it's like a three hour sail out to Whitehaven and we're all a little bit ropey 
little bit hungover, drunk lots of horrible cheap spirits. So we're on this kind of catamaran type boat. Goon. Goon, yeah, goon. Was it goon? No, I don't know. No. That, that, that rings no bells Not whatsoever. Like box no. wine or something. That's all, no, I've never been like, to Australia, but that that's like yeah, exactly. all I hear from those exactly. I know Oh, have. no, I don't remember that. Maybe it was too early for goon. It was 2004. Maybe you brought it in maybe. without realising. Maybe I was the goon. <laughs> We've all said it. We've I was all the goon. Name it after that one. <laughs> Anyway, so we're on this catamaran, and catamarans at the front of the boat, they have these kind of like uh, trampoline bits. I, d- I literally have no idea what they're actually for, but you're kind of like at the at the front of the boat. Again, bow, stern, whatever. So I was sort of lying on this catamaran, feeling very sorry for myself. When the boat starts really, really, really bobbing up and down, it's getting very, very, very choppy. Now, to the extent of, I think, the amount that I was moving in between the top of a wave and the bottom of a wave mm. must have been, like, five metres, at, oh at least, at least, at least. At this stage, I had literally never been seasick in my entire life. Never. I had never encountered... Like, I'd been on... I'd been on bear boats, mate. Bear. <laughs> boat fiend. Boats for days give me on a journey <laughs> yeah. I've been on a boat I'd rather take a boat than a car if Fine. I was loved boats <laughs> owned several no. I'll go to Manchester can I take a boat there <laughs> if not I'm not where's interested. my boat so I never even it never even crossed my mind that I might get a little bit poorly on these like five metre chugging waves so I'm lying on this sort of trampoline bit having some bants with my mates and then some, some boys that we met and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, feel a bit, feel a bit sick. Had a little honk off the front of the boat. Lovely. <laughs> Isn't it funny? I've been sick. Anyway, fucking ten minutes later, the storm closes in. The boat gets rougher and rougher and rougher, and I cannot stop puking. Oh my god! I am like puking myself dry, oh and I'm like no. starting to feel very, very faint, and feel like this is absolutely horrendous what is happening at which point the captain or I guess it's a captain even if it's yeah, only a small boat yeah. at which point I'm like dude <laughs> what can I do can I go home and he's like no you've got two hours whether we go if whether we keep going forward or whether we turn back you've got two hours of this oh so I'm my like God. so I am in I'm having a right old time of it and I'm just constantly being sick sorry probably a little content warning on this as well <laughs> stop being sick I'm being like constantly sick and but I needed to stay because I'm being so sick I needed to stay like outside of everyone was going into below deck because apparently you go below deck smoother isn't it but I was literally like my muscles weren't working at this point like I was like I cannot stand up so I am this is where the the closest to death comes in I'm literally I've got I'm sort of sitting on the edge of the boat with a, a, the smallest kind of like pole of the side of the boat in between my legs and I'm hug, hugging onto it so both of my legs are dangling off the boat and my arms are kind of reaching out the side and then I'm puking out the side so I'm, I'm effectively holding onto like what is the equivalent of like a little one little pipe flute width thing <laughs> flute <laughs> like a flute being sick into a flute like a little koala bear like, oh, a, li- like a little koala like bear a chlamydia infested koala bear with the boat moving probably probably at this stage like eight metres with every oh, wave height like right. really really fucked to the extent that so my, my darling friends Sarah and Joe come up to me and they were like do you want to try this sea- this is a natural seasickness tablet it's made of cloves I'm like yeah whatever I'll try it all popped it in instantly sicked it back up oh, and at this stage I'm being, that's why. To, to, to throw back to my reference of this story earlier 
We get to the peak of a wave. I honk, but then I immediately drop. So my sick <laughs> goes in my eyes. My clovey sick goes in my eyes. That's disgusting, Daly. Yeah, I know. It's disgusting. Anyway, at which point now, when you're being rocked so dramatically by waves and you're really sick, you start to pass the fuck out. Yeah, because you've like, got no yeah, it's like juice left in you. It's just nothing. You've got nothing. So I'm like, my head is like lolling backwards and forwards. I'm like... Pass it. I'm about to fall out of consciousness while trying to cling on to this little stick, basically, that's keeping me on the boat. My hands are curling up into kind of pincers, which is, I don't even know what Becoming that is. Becoming at like, one that's with like the lobsters <laughs> of the sea. <laughs> my hands are curling and up. And part of you now. My tongue is curling up. Oh my God. Yeah, like a proper, proper, like, but panic you're not drinking mode. any water. Well, I couldn't drink any. I couldn't if barely even keep anything look, down. I couldn't barely open my eyes. Like, I couldn't really do anything to try and keep myself sane. Anyway, so as I as I'm dipping up and down on these waves with sick in my eyes and my hands turning to pincers while I'm nearly passing out, I'm like, this could be it. <laughs> like oh I'm god, this like, sounds horrific. Elvis is falling asleep so on her microphone. <laughs> She's so horrified. I was like, this is this is how I go. Okay, this is how I go. And I don't honestly remember the last 45 minutes of that journey. Anyway, we made it to Whitehaven, one of the world's most beautiful beaches in like on the planet. And all I could do was lie face down in the sand. Oh my God. And my friends were like, snorkeling and scuba diving. Single. <laughs> and you were just like, and I was catatonic. Just like, and from that moment, you're can, seasick. can barely look at a boat. Yeah, you are very seasick now, aren't you? Very seasick. So did you pull those guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine. Read where I married him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. That, that's yeah, horrible. so that was mine. It was... I can't believe it triggered me. I... <laughs> I have just got a vision of you clinging. Yeah, clinging to a pole. Like, oh, no, but that is what it was. Going. With my little claw hands and my weird tongue curling up, passing out. Oh it was probably horrific, but the picture you painted is hilarious. And so I remember draw my, it. My, my friend, I'd been sick all over myself, and my friend Sarah came up with like a little like a bottle of mineral water. She's like, washing some of the sick off my legs. She's like, you're right, babe. And I'm like, no! I'm, I'm not fucking not okay, right. Sarah. I'm the most unalright I've ever been. And ever will be, probably. <laughs> Just like, wa- washing a little bit of sick off your knee, babe. Mate, I'm about to die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wash it off, there'll be more. <laughs> yeah, Give me a clearer space to be more sick on, thanks. So that's mine anyway. Well Horrific. done. Well Jesus. done. Let's end it there. Yeah. I don't think either of us can top that, I can't to be top honest. That. I definitely can't top that. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. Yours is a boat one as well, isn't it? Mm. Ours. Yours is, yours is hairy in a different way. It's hairy in a different way. I don't really know how close I was to death, really. Mama, tell it anyway. Guys. Mine was the equivalent of a gap year, but it wasn't a gap year because I had gone to university and then went travelling when I was about 24 just to just run quite, away from quite a difficult period in my life. So We'll call fine. it a gap year. We'll but an old, a, an old, a mature gap year. Yeah, mature gap year. Gap year between jobs. Fine. So I went to Southeast Asia. Lovely. Great part of the country. Um, country. And, the world. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> great part of England. I love <laughs> Southeast Asia. Get yourself down there. Just a quick boat ride. It's fine. Daily loves a boat. So... Went to uh, Thailand and then to Laos uh, and then Vietnam, Cambodia, Malaysia. Fine, all of them. Big players. <laughs> she's she's well-travelled. Fine. Um, 
So I think I had been recommended to get to Lao from Northern Thailand, take a lovely boat trip. Oh, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Delicious, soft boat trip. <laughs> Very gentle boat trip. Gentle boat trip. Like having a bath. Almost, Bye. except mm. not in water. Um, two days it's a two dayer so you're on like one of those um, boats one of those boats (laughs) like a long boat but it was um, powered by it wasn't like a rower it was powered by an engine Mm -hmm. Um, two days two days little engine boat yeah so it was quite long and there was seating the windows were open an enclosed long boat it was schooner. Uh, there was a there was a roof, um, and there were open sides. This doesn't sound like a boat you could be on for two days. Where would you sleep? Where did you sleep? You don't. So, Ugh. You is it like one of those? If you go on a six form dance on a boat on the Thames, but that must be bigger Literally than this. Never been on one, mate. Oh. <laughs> never oh, yeah, been on do. a Sorry, six form dance. <laughs> so, I forgot. Not everyone goes to school in London. <laughs> You're giving yourself away as like a posh bird over here, mate. Gap yard. You know, when boat we're... on the Thames. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> Sorry, that's absolutely fair. <laughs> I will take that. Uh, yeah, no, didn't. Uh, my mine was at a hotel in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> mine was at my school, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, exotic. <laughs> um, we just turned up to the place we were at four years, four years, four hours earlier. No, it's two days. You stop off somewhere in the middle, so you have two days of like seven hours just cruising along the the Mekong Delta, which is beautiful, but it's a long time. And I would say the landscape is same. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So, this isn't, and this is nice, still uh, Delta water, right? This is not Chopsville. Not to begin with. Yeah. Ooh. So, day one, fine. We get on there, we get seats. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Admiring the water and the scenery. Just sort of cliffs around it. Whatever. Nice. I, it did take a long time. So, I'm sure we probably got a bit restless. But anyway, and then you played get, some Uno. Um, if you've got Uno in your bag, you could, you could waste hours. You could, you could survive, you could survive a lifetime trip to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so we stopped off uh, for the night somewhere in... I can't remember whether we were... I think we were probably still in Thailand. I don't think we crossed over to Lao by this point. Got out. I think the hotel or wherever we stayed, guest house, whatever, must have been provided with the ticket. Uh, I think it was a really sw- I don't really remember but I think it must have been quite a small little village because I remember kind of going for a dinner somewhere and then just staying but I have no recollection of the room that we stayed in then the next morning the people that owned the place that we were staying at were really insistent that we stay for breakfast um, I don't think it was included so it would have been extra and we were like no we can't we need to go and get that boat and I think from where the hotel was or guest house you could see the river so we could see where the boat was and we were like we can't the boat goes nine o'clock the boat goes they were like no it's fine it doesn't go till 9 30 you can stay Mm, so we're like oh okay we've got a bit of time we'll stay and have some breakfast so we were eating like whatever it was that we had for breakfast while we were looking and we could see more and more people get into the boat and we were like oh hang on a minute this feels this feels like we're too late so we were like so we quickly paid ran down to the boat I think we'd slightly been played so that we would stay and pay for breakfast but whatever so needless to say by the time we got onto the boat it was already quite full 
health and safety laws maybe not always followed quite as tightly as they are everywhere else everywhere else Uh-oh. so this quite small basically wooden boat was full so we couldn't sit anywhere so we got piled into the back of the boat so the back of the boat was um where all the luggage was put and then on top of that they sort of closed over the floor and then also the engine was there so it was quite loud so we were just sat on this wooden floor with all our backpacks with us because there was nowhere to sit on the front with this very very noisy engine that we just had to put up with so there was four of us that were traveling together there's another group of girls and then there were uh, a group of lads that were traveling as well were they lads 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 uh no they weren't no they were fine absolutely fine boys just some fine just boys. nice boys lads non-lads non-lads non-lad lads they were yeah so we uh we started playing card games with them not uno i don't think oh we damn had it uno with us we just had uh well there's your <laughs> there's your first mistake that's what led to your untimely <laughs> uno demise. everywhere in hindsight so there we are in the back of this boat got on too late couldn't sit down overpacked boat sort of unaware of everything because there's this very loud engine going on and we're just happy as Larry playing trumps or whatever. A storm sets in on the Mekong, Mekong Delta. God. Rain's hammering down quite quite hard. Oh God. Not great, but also like, okay, fine. Like, didn't seem like the boat was rocking, but didn't seem like a massive issue. So we carry on in our own little oblivious bubble just doing what we were doing. Then a man appears who I think was a traveller. I don't think he was working on the boat and he just shouted at us you all need to stand up and rock with the boat you need to get up fuck off and like fuck move off. your weight with the boat no. you need to help us keep this boat afloat oh my what? god this is not the loud boat story that i remember you telling me before yeah yeah this is what happened so we get up and start doing that and from the front of the boat, we just hear like screams oh happening. And then it turns out some of the boat roof has just ripped off in the storm. Oh my God. We learned that after it happened because we didn't hear that happen. We could hear people's reacting. We could hear people screaming, but we didn't really know what was going on. So we all we could really see was rain, thunder, lightning, rocky waves oh and us just having to like stand and try and keep the boat <laughs> counterbalance the boat yeah fuck not your fuck so what I remember is doing that and people kind of getting up and just being a bit frantic I remember there was a woman who was I think a Thai woman who worked on the boat with a baby strapped to her oh my god but just fucking getting on with it she was just like walking around the boat trying to get things so eventually they pulled over to a bank but people didn't really know what to do like some people were getting off some people were getting on it wasn't really clear whether we should stay on the boat or get off the boat get off the boat some people had got off the boat and were standing on this little like it was kind of like a little beach but obviously it was a river bank rather than a beach but it was absolutely pissing it down so we're just standing on the shore getting wet did you get off? we didn't get off oh. in the end I think maybe we were on our way to get off but it was kind of settling and then we sort of people did get back on oh. and the boat just carried on its journey but it was pretty hairy and Jesus. people's faces were the faces of people that were like, well, this was quite a big deal. <laughs> but the Understatement. Thing that, uh, this <laughs> might be serious. This, ooh, um, this is not going to go well for our insurance. <laughs> but the thing that we always kind of 
thought was quite funny was that this was all obviously happening and a roof was coming off and people were really like and we were just in the back oblivious to it until this man came because we couldn't hear anything yeah I mean fair enough just had this engine just playing cards while this whole drama (laughs) I mean if you're going to go down go down in the best way yeah exactly we're like the uh, strip poker the violinist (laughs) on the Titanic we weren't playing strip poker I don't think we were Uh, (laughs) mate that is gripping and that is not the story that I thought you were going to tell. No, what's the other one? Do you remember I when you like no when you got on like a just a fucking random boat in Laos that you didn't know where it was going and it just like went off into the distance and you lost your friends or you weren't with your friends at that point? Is that else? Am I misremembering? Did I do that? Like you got on a boat by yourself to try and catch up with people. No, wait. Rem- is this when I? was going and maybe it wasn't loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you were leaving earlier or I was something. Le- I, I left. So my friends that I went with um, stayed. So it was supposed to be that two of my friends were going for like a year and I was just going for a, like three months or something. And another yeah. girl who I didn't know was a friend of a friend was supposed to be going. And then she decided to stay and I didn't. So we had had to... Because of visa rules, um, when you fly into Thailand, you get 30 days when you arrive to stay in the country fine when you go in over land you only get 15 that we didn't realize mm-hmm. so we'd gone in flown in gone out traveled around then gone back in again on a bus and not realized that we were only could only be there for 15 days but i was about 20 days from my flight home so i think our original plan had been to stay until i left and then they would have gone on but we ended up having to make a visa run to uh Langkawi, which is a an island in like the north of malaysia so i left from there which was quite a long journey back because then I had to get a taxi to the boat port yeah you were like totally on your jack jones yeah so I had to get yeah taxi to the boat port a boat from Langkawi to somewhere in the south of Thailand and then I was flying from Trang airport so I think I got like the boat to Trang but obviously normally an airport is like a little bit out of the the main city city or the town so I had to get to the airport and I just thought, oh, I'll be able to just grab a taxi or something. But there weren't really any taxis. I just didn't really know. And I can get quite anxious when I'm on my own. I can get quite anxious when I'm in a situation that I don't really know. I can get quite anxious. So I was just like, fuck, I just need to get to the airport. And I think my anxiety was like, I have to give myself all the time. So I was just paranoid that I was going to miss everything. And I, the worst thing would have been to miss my flight home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't have been the worst thing. I would have sorted it out. But, you know. So I just jumped in this like tuck tuck with this random driver and I think I was the most anxious I've ever been. Just by yourself, like yeah. trying to navigate all of that shit. Yeah. And I remember seeing an a sign to the airport and he went the other way and I was like fuck because I just didn't know where I was going but it was all fine like it was just me being a bit untrusting because he took me to where I needed to go Mm -hmm. but it is just that thing of like being a woman on your own in an unknown place yeah absolutely my anxieties were at the forefront but at the same time I got myself from Langkawi up to Bangkok on my own which is something that I was very anxious about but did so um but yeah I, I guess that was a slightly different thing which wasn't so much a near miss because I don't think that you were fine no, but yeah, it's more just, about I, the I think when, when you when you had referred to it I thought oh that's the thing where you were just kind of like you were like bye friends and then just disappeared yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> See ya. yeah that was a long journey but I did it made it I was done thanks what's your squares um, I have two short stories but the ones that I always think about like near misses and stuff so the first one is probably not a near miss but felt like it at the time and I was probably maybe like seven or eight 
Ooh. and it really taps into the reason why I have a weird relationship with my brother. <laughs> I was about to say, is this a brother one? Yeah. So, uh, Simon doesn't listen to this podcast, so fine. My brother Simon, we're 18 months apart and we were just dicks to each other. Fine. Siblings, fine. Siblings. But, Sibling life. Okay. So we used to go, we used to spend quite a lot of time with my grandparents in Cardiff because my mum and dad worked full time and they didn't get, couldn't get childcare. So we'd spend a lot of time um, in Cardiff and my granddad was a keen swimmer and would take us swimming all the time because he loved going swimming. So we'd go to the, the local swimming pool in Cardiff and have a lovely time and this is when they had floats tiny little floats that you would kick around yeah. with the little mm. pool boys that you put between your legs to not use and then like fucking massive floats like ones that were like I don't know the size of three people lying down okay. head, head to toe sort of thing yeah yeah Classic. massive yeah. massive ones where you yeah. could get on and it could be an island or whatever and this is all just like a free for all it was you know do whatever you want with the floats there was loads going around Steve um, Stevie P's nemesis Highly allergic to pool noodles. Really? Yeah. What? What are they made out of? Polystyrene. No, it's not polystyrene. It's like some weird rubber thing. Anyway, interesting. Just those. Yeah. Get them on for a near miss. <laughs> um, and I have this very, 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 very vivid recollection of me and Simon playing with this pool float. It was a massive one. It was massive. I can't even describe how big it was. Um, and me being underneath it and him moving it every time I tried to get no! up. No! Jesus Christ, Simon! Yeah. And fine, it might have lasted a minute, it might have lasted 20 seconds, but obviously Fuck. you can't really hold your breath for that long. It's not something that you really do, and especially when you're panicking. And I remember, I physically remember, and I don't know whether it's, you know, kind of a regressed memory or whatever, but like I physically remember running out of Oh my breath god and not being mate. not being able to find my way out of this pool flow oh and eventually god. i think my granddad moved it across or simon moved it across or, or or maybe it wasn't as as i remember it but it was very much like i couldn't find my way out because it was moving every time i moved oh my god and i couldn't hold my breath any longer and i was i was quickly running out of oxygen and I remember, like, getting myself out of the pool, sitting on the side, like, putting my head between my legs. I'm not talking to anyone because I had Aww. to get my breath back. Because oh, I, honey. I was probably, like, yeah, eight or nine. It was horrible. It was really, really horrible. Um, but, like like we said before, like, you can't always know that that's a real memory. Yeah. I remember it quite quite vividly. It's the only thing that I really remembered of that. So I, I assume it's kind of accurate, but can't guarantee it and if Simon ever listened to this he would categorically deny it of course he would anyway that's one of them probably the the minor one the second one was which all my family know was in Finland um my grandma and granddad in Finland have well had they're both dead now um had a bungalow and it was kind of self-sufficient it's where my mum grew up they had like loads of land around them but a lot of the stuff was built by my granddad and they had a kind of drain and an irrigation area around the property um and one it was the first time that we'd gone to finland in the summer because usually we go and we used to go in the winter and it was snowing we went during the summer and I was dicking around, running around, just, I don't know, picking flowers, talking to birds. I have no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Probably like, Classic Finland. Yeah, classic exploits. squares. Uh, 12 or 13. 
and um, there was a manhole that I hadn't noticed and I fell down it behind the back of the building behind the back of the house it was kind of like in between the living room and the kitchen Um, and I don't know how but I managed to hold myself up so for the listeners benefits I was a really fat kid I had no I still don't have any upper body strength (laughs) I couldn't hold myself up now I couldn't do a chin up now if my life depended on it but I managed to hold myself up um and call for help like shout for help fuck and the person that heard me was my granddad who my Finnish granddad who was probably like mm, 70 75 um, had a Zimmer frame oh, uh, grandpapa papa his name best grand, granddad in Finnish and oh. um, papa comes past and just laughs at me Oh, uh, no. doesn't like, really realize the severity of the situation like just laughing at me walks past and I'm like fuck like kind of struggling to hold myself up my mum like maybe a minute later maybe two minutes later runs grabs me pulls me up like literally drags me out of it Um, and I was like what the fuck literally because obviously I was like 12 but I was like what the fuck why did Papa walk past and she was like she didn't he didn't realise but that was actually the sewage tank so what I'd fall what I was nearly about to fall into was the sewage tank with because of the way that the irrigation worked, where all the kind of toilets and stuff. Oh, so like I the was septic like, tank. You were yeah. about to fall into a septic tank. I was about to fall into like 20 foot of shit. Oh my God. So if I'd have fallen in, I would have died. Like there's no, go- there was absolutely no way I wouldn't have died. I would have drowned. I wouldn't have been able to save myself. And there's no way that anyone could have necessarily got me. So it's kind of like a weird intervention that I managed to hold myself up. And I guess that Papa, my granddad, did call for help. But I do really, really visibly remember him laughing in that situation. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. This is not fun. I'm not <laughs> having a good time. But it's like a story that we still talk about now. Like I definitely nearly died in a Finnish really? septic tank around the back of my <laughs> grandparents house um, and they had to get the manhole covered like because they didn't need to open it up anymore because they had different ways to get into the sewage tank so they covered it up or they put something around it so no one fell in again because it was just loose and you know how like coins spin mm. it was like I trod on one side so it flipped oh right and I yeah, just fell sure. I fell right Jesus in Jesus Christ mm, oh like mate. I know like the circle yeah yeah because uh uh, Malcolm's got one in his garden. Sure. Yeah. It was horrific and horrible. And yeah, I think that's the closest I've ever come to dying. Like, if I hadn't have managed to hold myself up, which is kind of unbelievable in itself because, as I said, I was A, 12 and fat. So no one can really hold themselves up. But maybe up it was, it, maybe it was just like self, self... something. I don't know. Well, it's like, like the adrenaline. adrenaline yeah. It's like when you can lift up a car off your kid yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's mad. But... um. Yeah, like if you got Ruth on the phone tonight, like tonight, she would understand. She would know. But like, yep, Sarah nearly died. We managed to pull her out in the end, but it was fine. Yeah, she's not posting pictures about Hitler. She's not posting pictures about Instagram. <laughs> Thank God she didn't have an iPhone then. It's fine. Just pictures of Hitler. It's fine. No big deal. No, no big, big deal. deal. My dad took this. What? <laughs> what route? Why don't I follow her on Instagram? I'm gonna follow her. On Mate, Please you, do. You need to. Follow. Please do. I love I'm that do message. I'm gonna find um, I'm really glad neither of you died because I really love you both. So it's very cool. That this you podcast did. would never have happened. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Good, good that we're both alive. Good that we're all alive, really. Yeah. And then we're here to tell another tale of somebody else's death. Someone, yeah. Hey, who would be able to do it as well as we do? Exactly. Uh, so anyway, yeah, 
we just thought you'd enjoy this um, little uh, I don't know bonus episode we'll slip it in when you're least expecting <laughs> that's it that's what she said that's what she said ooh um, well that's what he said but that's anyway bye <laughs> Daily's anyway, obsessed with anyway. he and I um, we'll see you next episode um, we'd still as always love to hear your new near miss stories it doesn't ever have to be as big and extravagant as the stories that we normally tell on the podcast I think the point of our ones were that they were quite well relevant to us and small in the grand scheme of things but you know big deal at the time and meant a lot to us and they kind of stayed with us so we'd love to hear your kind of stories whether they were massively dramatic or not um get in touch with us as usual what are we pod at gmail.com or what are we pod on instagram and twitter and we'll see you at the end of our break when we're back for the next full episode for the new term for the new term New station <gasps> New pencil cases. <gasps> new coats. Oh, it new coats. so good. Oh, yeah. God. Can't wait for it. Get that fall on. No, <laughs> Tim, as we call it, the UK. Loads <laughs> of rubbers, sharpeners. Yes. Yeah, gel. Tipex mouse. Tipex mice. Best shit. Love it. Love it. Okay, cool. Well, right. we'll see you around. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.